Earth lady with a super fly young and got the butterfly effect. Uyaz Umzanzi Salaville is filled with flavor. But you know that Khe Obatla Khotseba Hore fame ire monganeng. Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. So listen, man, first of all, you got a killer. You got a killer song out now with Tillerman. Is it called Killer Vibes? It's called Killer Combo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my imprint. Um, it's kind of world, which uh, is an extension of just everything that I do. Uh, I have <clears throat> a clothing range called uh, Scanner World that's also available at Studio 88 across the country. So we wanted to just like, you know, branch out and do different things uh, within the, you know, space of the culture. So now we actually have just like launched a record label. Mm-hmm. Yet again, you know, people have seen me walking down this path before. It's going to say deja vu. You know what I mean? But um, I mean, this time around, we're doing it the right way. You know, uh, all the learnings that came with that, allowing us to, you know, make the right decisions nice and early just to make sure that we, you know, we prevent um, you know, unforeseen circumstances in the future. But um, yeah, what so are some of those things, if you don't mind? How do you prepare yourself? And I ask that question because I think yeah. there's a lot of people that are on that same path. They're wanting yeah. to kind of branch in, own their own music. Yeah. They need to do it yeah. right. Um, firstly, I'd say choose people that are aligned with you, like especially on a business level. Um, and even also just like on a relations level Um, and also the people that you work with doesn't necessarily mean to be um, they don't have to be your friends you know because then that way you don't have an emotional uh, attachment to them if you know, God forbid something happens and then, you know, they end up, you know, uh, going in separate, separate ways. Also, just uh, formalizing business, you know what I'm saying? Because what we did, uh, for instance, with uh, Cash Time, a lot of it was based on um, handshakes and, you know, brotherhood and, you know, just like building it on a family level. You and know? trust, yeah. And trust, yes. So, and also, I think one of the reasons why that happened was because I'm an artist myself and, you know, dealing Please with other artists. artists. I don't want to well, if they myself. ever decide to, they don't want to, you know, uh, be part of the business setup anymore because by doing that, you are pretty much also shooting yourself in the foot because the remainder of the tenure the artist is going to spend with you they're not going to give you their best you know they're going to they're not going to put their best foot forward let's talk a little bit about those misconceptions yeah, yeah. during that time i don't obviously want to dwell on yeah, it too yeah, much yeah, because yeah. it is the past yes sir but what do you think is the biggest misconception about that period um i think now people are that has uh sort of kind of been cleared because um if you look at it this way i was more big on i was big on quality you know and um a lot of the stuff that worked out really well were you know efforts where i consciously had a hand you know involved and it, it was texting on my end <clears throat> not gonna lie because for a song to come about like something decent that top to bottom that goes out and you know and and and, and makes an impact out there i'd had to sit there and help 
the artist built build it with me you know just to avoid um leaving any room for for failure like as far mm. as like that release is concerned right because it's a reflection on the label at the same time right mm. so i was i did that especially uh, i think for the most part uh, in the early days of the label so that's why and when when i was putting out my first album which had you know obviously the karakaras and and, and stuff at the mm. time because the album was that big and the success that came, I ended up not being fully there for the artists um, and to almost kind of like babysit them and like, you know, uh, hold their hands through the creative process. It's a difficult balance. You know what I'm saying? So some people ended up maybe, um, rightfully so, some people would come up with their own stuff and because I still need to, needed to do quality control regardless whether I was in there or not, I had to... Um, either disapprove or green light certain things and it got to a point where I also had to green light certain things because I didn't want it to feel like also you're not going to release because I don't think it's that great and then I'm like actually maybe I might be wrong also at the mm. same time so let me give you the benefit of the doubt and let's put your stuff out, the stuff that you and feel strongly about and let's see how it goes. Yeah. And then when it gets out there and it doesn't make the impact that the its predecessor, you know, catalog did, and then it comes back to, oh, it didn't work out because the company didn't put enough effort in there because they're busy concentrating on kale. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? It, so why walk why walk this path again? Um You've been because burned. because this time around I'm not I'm not um babysitting people. Okay, you know, and they're not dealing with me at the same time, you know, and uh, um, it's business based, you know, and but you've wanted to do a record label, you've wanted to be yeah, it's, on a record label. It's not I, like it because it, it would be easier. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I wouldn't have walked away from cash time if it was up to me, but I had to walk away from that because um, there were so many elements that uh, kind of made me feel like as much as this was my dream, but it got so tainted by um, so many people were making so many decisions that were not in line with what I stand for as a human being, beyond just like the business, the, the entrepreneur in me, just as a human being. Like I don't just believe in uh, handling certain relationships in a maybe on a shrewd level or maybe on an unprofessional level just like maybe just being um overly uh passive uh on certain things mm. right so this time around all that you know is going to be avoided and um you'll see the results as well you know mm. and I definitely know we're going to have a much longer run than we did with Cash Time, for instance, because yeah. I think Cash Time, at most, we did, like, what, like, three years? But what are three years, though? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> what are three years? You yeah. guys are at the pinnacle of yes, sir. SA Hip Hop. Yes, we're going to do more. I don't remember. I think um, during that time, I don't remember a week that went past that KO wasn't in the headlines or Cash Time wasn't in the headlines. And yes, it was sir. for your music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kara Kara, it was for yeah. your collabs. Yeah. Um, but things have Things have changed. We're happy that you, as some people say, back. We know yeah, that you didn't yeah. really ever go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, now you're back on on the top with some big tracks. How has the industry changed? How have um, you in the industry particularly changed? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say how I've changed is I've become more uh, 
vocal and one of the lessons that I took from the cash time thing was when the narrative um, was being uh, changed and, and, and being almost drafted in a manner that demonizes KO. Uh, that's that, difficult. That, okay, cool. So these guys are leaving because they're sick of KO being a tyrant. Yeah. Or like he doesn't want anyone else to release music because he wants to be the sole artist that's shining a cash time. You know, yeah. that's a narrative that was being put out there, but it actually wasn't the case. And um, the artists themselves that left, you know, they were not even, you know, investing in that narrative because we all knew that that wasn't the wasn't case. True, they just yeah. felt like they wanted to, you know, spread their wings and go and do things, you know, uh, on their own. And rightfully so, like I said, it's me being uh, a human being. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like if someone decides they want to go, they can go. So, um, and what we did wrong at that time, we did not. Uh, I, I wasn't vocal in controlling the narrative mm. that, ah, hold up, you're going down the wrong path. This is actually the true story. Mm. So, because I'm from that previous class, the pre-social media class, you know, having mm. been in the game for so long, um, you just believe that, now nah, it's going to fizzle out. It's going to trend for a day or two and then people are going to forget about it. And, you know, and then the whole thing just like kept snowballing yeah. into something that like was even bigger than me where my brand literally uh, was almost like shoved into oblivion because people just felt like, forget this guy, you know, he's what, evil. So what now does that, what impact does that have on you as a personal as a person? Um, it, it made me stronger as a human being. Right. Knowing that, like, you can do so much good. But um, when someone decides that they're going to distort, you know, that narrative and turn it into something that um, makes you come across in probably the worst way uh, and that ends up being the word of the day. And to combat that, you know, you need to be, um, you need to tread carefully because sometimes going about it and taking it head on, um, it's easy for people in, in, in your way of doing it uh, and with the frustration, it's easy for you to, to lash out and, mm. um, and just turn into, uh, find yourself, you know, uh, acting out of character, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because of just like the frustration and, you know, you've seen people having meltdowns um, or public spits based on just feeling like maybe um, now you're dealing with this adjustment of people looking at you in a negative way, in an unfavorable way compared to maybe like the previous season. Um, and then now you're thinking, wow, have you guys forgotten that I gave you Karakara? And you know, like some people, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, in a narcissistic way, find mm-hmm. certain artists and turning into drugs and all those kind of things. Right? So I was fortunate enough to be someone who has a very strong core. You know, I rely on myself and, um, and and praying and also um, knowing that like I I I've always done good. So mm-hmm. if um, if there's a hurdle on the road where I'm going down and then I find myself hitting a pot a pothole or whatever, and then I need to pull up to the side and change my tire. That's just how I looked at it. It wasn't yeah. because God felt like you're not going you're gonna get to where you're going. You know, but, but then you face like, then you face questions like is KO still relevant? He's a has been. KO yeah, is not never yeah. gonna come back again. Karakara yeah. was a flash in the pan. Yeah. 
that's you need to deal with those things, bro. Psycho, psycho, psychologically, you know, you need to be probably like you need to be a beast about it. You know, you need to be strong and have like strong will. And when that was happening, I had to take that in and also um, even block out some of the things that cause certain things, unfortunately, will get to you. You you could be just sitting of there course. going through social media and just like looking at your mansion and, and <laughs> like you're seeing all this positive vibe and then just like someone out of the woodworks comes in yeah. and says, you fell off, you has been, you know, call it a day type thing. I and think then Kanye it, says, um, go on social media to crowdfund your self-esteem. You know, looking yeah, at what your comments exactly. are to try and either boost yourself or and on the negative side it can yeah you really get both damage. you get both when, when you go on yeah. social media especially when things are not going your way you get both so being able to bounce back and come out of that dark space and you know um and just channeling this positive energy yet again and being able to churn out great music you know at my own pace you know i'm not dealing with any pressure or whatsoever. Um, I think that's the beauty about it. You know what I'm saying? And now where I'm at, there is no way anyone can um, ever shake my position ever again because I'm do- I've done it my way. You know, I've done it my way. I'm cemented, I'm rooted, and I'm grounded. And I'm going to go as far as I want to go. And if I want to call it a day, I'll call it a day on my own terms. Um, there's no way that they're going to shorten my lifespan as far as what my vision is, is, stands for. So uh, that's why I had to get back into to the record label business again, because that is always, it was always something that I wanted to do, you know, when I came into the game and having the opportunity to to cash time and learning, you know, the, the hard lessons that I took from that. Um, I, I, I can't, and also one of my biggest passions is discovering new artists and opening doors for them and blessing them with my blessing, you know, and sharing my blessing with them. Um, that is a gift of mine. And after cash time, I decided I'm not going to invest in, other, in, in artists. I don't care. I'm, I'm more just like going to concentrate on myself, mm. right? And what I'd realized with that was, okay, cool. I have all this glory just to, to myself, but I don't have anyone around me. So I was still lonely, you know what I mean? Like I might have comfortable life and have a good going career, but I still feel like- Unfulfilled. You know what I mean? Like I, I look at other guys and uh. you know, they have people around them. You know, I, I miss that, you know, <laughs> I miss that type of energy, you know? And um, you know, when they say it's lonely at the top, it really is you know lonely up there you know especially if you are just like someone who just like all about self solely about self you know I, I'm, I've, I've I come from a family where my folks would go beyond just you know their own kids and you know I'd, I had people living in my house you know same house as us uh, me and my siblings and whether it was like some distant cousin I didn't <laughs> even know you know but my, my my parents you know took them in and stuff you know so mm-hmm. And all that is the, the 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 real reason why I still apply the same model, even with the business that I'm in, is because I've seen the good karma that comes, you know, with those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just want to, you know, continue, you know, 
investing in, in my karma bank, you know. So um, have you signed new artists now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have yeah. you got? So I have an artist by the name of Loki who's also featured on the song. Mm. Um, this kind of um, world song that just came out um, yesterday. We actually just shot a video, his video, uh, his first single is going to be coming out next month, oh, month as well. I also have a couple of other artists. And I, have, I have a R&B artist, female R&B artist from Durban. I also have another hip hop artist who's almost like you know a Drake sing oh. rap type thing from the East Rand. Drop names, drop names. Uh I'm not giving. I'm gonna give. I'm not gonna give you names. Surprise. But, but the first one I'm, that I'm definitely uh, that I want to build on is 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 low key because okay. he's the firstborn almost so to speak, <laughs> you know, uh, at the label. And I'm also still building with my brother from Tiagas, uh, my E. So he also has a single that's coming out next month as well. Mm-hmm. We're shooting the video next week. Yeah, you and my E have been friends, hey? Yeah, he's <coughs> technically. Uh, my we know well everything else that goes yeah. with Tiagas and <coughs> Tuxa and all of them, but yeah. Tell us a little bit about how that relationship has evolved or maybe even remained during difficult times. Um, my E was probably, the, he was actually the first person that recognized me just like from, just as an artist, you know, he he saw something in me with, before he even heard me rap one single bar. He took me in, you know, uh, introduced me to his family, and I eventually met Dugza, his brother. And you know, so once Tega started, he was literally living in um, my house. You know, I was staying with my brothers and stuff. So he sure. lived with us for years and years. And then eventually, after that, we went and we bought a house together and stuff. You know, so for the most part of my existence as a as an artist, my E has literally been like it's, it's entrenched, you know, throughout their whole entire, you know, traje- trajectory. So when you see him now, he's still, you know, um, uh, smiling, you know, from ear to ear. Um, you'd swear he has like a billion <clears throat> in, in his bank account. He looks good, you know what I'm saying? So for me, like that type of person and the contribution that he's done, you know, in my personal life, I want to make sure that um, I, I invest in him and I make sure that he's in always in a good position mm-hmm. so that is why i'll always make sure that i extend my hand and you know help build his situation as much as i can with this new ko would he collaborate with Tuxa again 2018 towards the end of 2018 we were talking about um a reunion not necessarily a reunion but like just putting out some records as tiagas mm. you know and um you know we had a sit down and i also asked them to appear in the one video that i shot uh fine emoji with me and aka so you saw tear gas for the first time since 2014 yeah. in that video so it was a great moment um i wanted to build on that but unfortunately just i think about a month later uh or a month or two later um just things just started going haywire again um you know, he spoke out spoke out a turn on mm. social media about me, and I just felt like, okay, cool, maybe um, that relationship is not ready to be fixed or anything. So I just yeah. left it at at that. Finally, Ko, um, what do you think is the biggest misconception about you, or the one thing that you want people to kind of know about you? 
I think I've dealt with my misconceptions. You know, I mean, even till this day, there are people that maybe somehow might think that I'm an arrogant person or whatever. And I know my lyrical content doesn't do me any favors. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's very brash and stuff. But as in, but that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like as a human We're being, going to be singing about flowers. <laughs> you know, but as an individual, like people who have interacted with me on a personal scale, you know, they know the real me. You know, and you never, uh, you never, um, you never come across anyone that says they've met me, and you know, and I actually confirm fact that like I'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an asshole or whatever you know mm. so I've always been a genuine person and um, if you still feel the need to misconceive what the KO character is you obviously don't know me or you just like someone that doesn't like me period mm. you know so I'm done with dealing with misconceptions you just need to either take the time to, to understand me if you plan to understand me or I look at it this way. If it wasn't for music, I'd be happy without being known. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I've never been about being famous, mm. you know? And um, I just happen to be a known um, personality based on the fact that I had made, I've put out great music, but people don't know anything beyond that. Mm. And that's how I wanted to stay. I wanted to be about the music and my craft and, you know, um, I don't want it to be about what, what where, where KO lives or what caught KO drives dating. or you know all that nonsense. I don't I'm, I don't invest. I remember in that, that time, even you know. your private life, people were asking about who you were dating and they were trying to get in there as well. Yeah, I, I mean, remember that KO <laughs> five six years ago. Yeah, and yeah. like I don't I don't care about that. Mm. You know, like even now I have a great relationship. I've been with this person for quite a bit, and it's no one's business for them to know. Mm. You know, and um, I get to still be um, to live a private life um, outside of my professional space. You know, I want to be able to go to the store. You know, if I don't feel like taking a shower, I can go out there in my PJs. You know what I'm saying? Without being overly self-conscious that yeah. this person's gonna judge me. This, that, and the third. You know, that is who I am. Mm. You know, like the core me. That is who I. That's what I stand for, um, and that's what I represent. You know, and I'm. I'm all about being a real person. I, I, that's why I've never been too comfortable around being. It's a lot of artists that we have, or like personalities that we have in in the culture, um, who are so sucked into. They're so self-aware that oh my god, so yeah, I am this person. So you better recognize this third and the third, right? And I'm like, get the hell out of here, bro. Like, yeah. um, cool, that's good for you, you know. But I'm not gonna make my life difficult, you know, by trying to feed that individual because that individual, yeah, cool, he pays me, but that's the performer side of me. I get to live in the real me more times than I do as KO. Mm. So I want to make sure that the majority, the, the the person that I spend the majority of my time with, I'm the most happiest when I'm with them. If I get on stage and perform, yes, I love that. And that's the other side of me. You know, I want to make sure that I excel and, and do that at the highest level of my uh, capability. But that is not where I live. I don't mm. live on stage. Mm. I'm on stage on weekends. 
most of the time I'm with myself and I'm out there building real um, you know uh, relationships with people and trying to get into different business spheres and all those kind of things and that's 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 what I want to make sure that like uh, I'm the happiest in that area so Yes, sir. I got you. Yes, well, Ko, thank you so much for coming through for us. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything that's happening in the coming uh, weeks and months. Thank we'll you. We'll be listening love. and watching. It's gonna be a great year, 2020. Um, the stuff that we're doing as kind of world, we're gonna be uh, shifting the culture on so many levels, bro. This is the big one. Stay tuned. Hi. Right. What's up?